Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Ashley O Show. I'm really excited that you guys are here for today's episode because we are chatting about a topic that I think is relevant to all of us. So we're going to be talking about making the mundane more fun, which sounds super basic. Honestly, I wrote it down and I was like, gosh, this sounds cheesy, but I think it's so valuable and so important. And this was evidence to me this past weekend. So we're going to chat about it and talk about it and dive in. First, I want to quickly just remind you guys about the programs that are coming out in January where we have an opportunity to work more closely together. So I just want to keep talking about these so you guys feel very informed. If you're kind of trying to choose what you want to dive into in this new year. New year is definitely the time where we reflect, we want to hit new goals, where we have new sorts of fitness or nutrition goals, or we have new mental health goals. And you're going to be bombarded with a billion different options in this space, 100%. I know you're getting the ads on Instagram. I know you're getting the ads on TikTok about the six-week shred or the fat burner pills or these like eight-week programs to lose 50 pounds or whatever. You're getting bombarded with 400 billion different options. And so I just want to simplify this for you. I want to just quickly plug this because we are going to be diving into something that's completely different than all those other programs, which I know they all say that same thing. They're all like, this is the thing. This is what's different. But I'm telling you, this program is going to be drastically different than anything you've tried in the past however many years you've been dieting or exercising or trying to reach a goal. This program is called the Homecoming Program. It's eight weeks long in this first round. And the intention is to bring you back home to your body. So what does that mean, right? I am talking to you if you have spent maybe the past 20 years of your life dieting, trying different things, trying to shrink your body or change your body or manipulate your body and feeling almost like your body is against you all of this time. Maybe you're struggling with body image issues. Maybe you can't change in front of your husband. Maybe you hate going shopping because you just can't stand looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking about how clothes fit you. Maybe you're choosing a different size than you used to and that's making you feel guilt or shame. Maybe every single time you sit down to eat a meal, you have to calculate what that meal counts as what exercise you'd have to do to burn this off. Maybe food and exercise are associated with guilt, shame, or punishment. If that's you, I'm talking to you. And I think that's most women. Because if you are anything like me, if you were a millennial, for example, if you grew up in the 2000s, you got bombarded with 5,000 different versions of the same message that you are not enough unless you are small enough. You are not enough because you are somehow too much at the same time. 
you need to shrink your body. You need to be smaller. The only way to be healthy is to be thin, is to fit this certain aesthetic that we see in models or on America's Next Top Model or on commercials or in actors. We see the same type of body and that's what's accepted as the right body for women. And I want to challenge that. I want to challenge what that means for us because I'm tired of battling my body. I've been doing it for my entire life. I've been trying to change what I have. I've been at war with my body for long enough. And it's time to step back and come back to my body and appreciate it for everything that it does. And while I'm doing it, change the language I'm using around nourishing. So instead of earning my food, I choose food that feels good. Instead of punishing my body with exercise, I choose movement for joy. That's what I want to explore with this program. And that's what I want to transform for you is your relationship with food, body, and exercise. I want you to feel at home in your body. I want you to feel beautiful when you look at yourself. Even if you have aesthetic goals, there's nothing wrong with those, but you should feel beautiful at every stage of the way. I want to change that relationship because that is what's going to be the difference between you losing 10 pounds and gaining 20 back and you losing 10 pounds and keeping it off because you've just learned how to take care of your body instead of battle your body. You have enough people telling you that you are somehow too much and not enough at the same time. I want to be the person who tells you that you are enough exactly as you are, that you are worth taking care of. And I really want to be the person who changes the game for you when it comes to feeding your body, moving your body, and loving your body. That is my goal in the homecoming program. There are a couple options. One is the group setting where we'll be working all together. It'll be definitely a small group. We'll be on a network outside of social media so we're not distracted in a safe space where we can dive into these topics, talk about them. We'll have four expert bonus calls in there that really pertain to what we're exploring. And then on top of that, there's an option to do the VIP option where you have one-on-one coaching on top of the group coaching. So that's just that extra spicy sauce where we really get to dive deep for you. We will look at a personalized nutrition plan for you. We'll look at more personalized fitness plans for you. So that's kind of the elevated option there. So group coaching, or group coaching with the added one-on-one option are what is going to be launching in the new year. If you're interested, just shoot me a message. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. If you shoot me a message on Instagram or shoot me a message in email, either way, I would love to explore this with you, jump on a call with you and see if we're a good fit and see what coaching actually feels like. Because I know I just hear so many ads for different programs and I'm like, I don't even know what this is going to feel like. I don't even know what's included in this. I don't know what what they're actually going to give me. Is the coach actually going to be there? So I want to squish all of those pieces of confusion for you. I want to resolve those and make it more clear, make it more simple. This doesn't have to be complicated. That's the other piece here. I want to take the complicated out of taking care of our bodies. We can make it simple. That's what I want. I want something that's not difficult to follow, not difficult to worry about, not something that takes up most of your mental space, because that's the other motivation with this program and with what I'm trying to do as a coach in general. I just wonder, I've wondered this for a long time, if women especially, if we didn't have to worry so much about what our body looks like or the food that we're consuming or if we're exercising enough or whether these clothes fit or all these things, how much time do you spend worrying about nutrition and fitness and your body? If we could 
free up that mental space, I just think that women would literally take over the world. If we had all of that space in our brains, imagine what we could accomplish. We all say that we don't have enough time, but how much time are you spending belittling yourself, beating yourself down, worrying about whether you're eating too much or whether you've exercised enough? Imagine how much brain space you'd have if you didn't have to do that. So if you're interested, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, and I am happy to clarify that for you. Okay, let's talk about this topic. So if you've been following for a little bit, you may know that we have been doing a, a lot of major renovations on our current home. It started in June. <laughs> it is now December. So it's been essentially five months of this house not feeling like a home, which is hard for me. I'm sure you can relate to that. I, I struggle when I come home and it doesn't feel like a home. And this process has been really frustrating I am not interested in this space. I don't like, I want the house to look nice, but I don't like, I'm not the one wanting to put the tile down. I don't really care about the home improvement piece. I just wanted it to get done so that I can move on with my life. And yet here we are five months later, we've had major, huge issues with the contractors that we, we picked. It's been a huge learning experience. This home is going to be a rental property. Um, we, Again, if you've been following along, we are going to be taking off on a year plus long journey, probably um, spending time in different places for about three months at a time. So doing short term rentals and kind of exploring the U.S. while we have that opportunity. So we're taking off for Denver um, in mid-January. And so we're trying to get this house ready so that we can get it rented before then. And if you're looking at the date right now, yes, it's almost four weeks away, which is terrifying because we are nowhere near ready. <laughs> so it's been stressful. Um, and on top of that stress, the contractor that we had inside, we fired after all of this time because it just got to that point. Uh, it was not easy to do. My husband and I, neither of us are very confrontational. I've actually become a lot more assertive and confrontational in this process, which I think is a good thing for me because I, before this, I think I let people kind of like walk all over me. I was like too nice and I'm learning how to have a voice, which has been again, great. Like there's so many awesome learning experiences in this, but we got rid of our indoor guy and things aren't done. Things weren't done well. Uh, rooms are like half painted. There's, um, damage to things. The, the shower that he was supposed to remodel is not done correctly. We may have to tear it down and start over. We don't know. We've got a new person coming in tomorrow, uh, if you're listening to this in real time. And we're going we're gonna to see. We're going to see how that goes. But we had all these little teeny projects that had to get done. All this weird random painting, little pieces of grout work that weren't done, baseboards, all that sort of stuff. And it's been hanging on us and weighing on us because we keep trying to find a different contractor and the options just keep falling through. So I was thinking one day, I hate this. I don't want to do it. This sucks that we have all this work to do and I'm stressed. But for the first time in a really long time, I, I kind of stepped back and I thought, well, we have to get this done. Is there a way we could do this that might be a little bit more enjoyable? I thought about that and I was like, you know what? We have incredible friends who are experienced in this. We have friends who've remodeled an entire bathroom for themselves that have tiled a whole house that have done all these crazy projects in their own homes themselves. I was like, we have all these amazing friends. Why can't we use them if they're available? 
So I shot out this massive group text to our, our large friend group. It was like, hey, guys, you're all amazing. And I love you so much. And you're so generous and kind. Does anyone want to come over to our house and help us finish some of these projects? We'll get lunch and we'll get beer. Like, we got you. And we had pretty good sized handful of friends come out this past yesterday. So Sunday um, to help us start this process. And then I think we're going to have another group come out this upcoming weekend again to finish up the little, little extra pieces. But we went into it. And again, when I woke up yesterday, I thought I again need to make this more fun because this could easily be extremely stressful. I don't like home projects. I don't consider myself super handy. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't like going to Home Depot, like all these things that were negatives for me, right? And again, I I thought about it and I was like, okay, I have two options. I can be miserable this entire time or I can make this fun. I can make this more fun for myself and have a really great day. And so I chose the latter. And so when we went to Home Depot in the morning, I was singing the freaking Home Depot song, which is super catchy. I'm like dancing in a Home Depot. I'm not getting stressed about the fact that I don't know what I'm doing. I'm using a list and we're, we're pumping through what we need to get done. Like we're filling up our cart. We're grabbing all the things. And I'm trying to have as much fun as I possibly can throughout that process. We get back to the house and then all our friends are coming over. So I get to catch up with the people that I care about. I get to hear about what's going on for them. And I also get to like paint, which was oddly therapeutic in a lot of ways. It was kind of fun when I just let go of the idea that I didn't like it. And I had way more fun. I had a great day yesterday. And this house is leaps and bounds ahead of where it was. We have these friends who are so knowledgeable who came in and were like, you know what? This probably needs to get fixed. I've got a guy for you. You know, we could do this. I'll show you how to grout. Like Daniel was learning how to do things. I was learning painting techniques and we were taking apart doors. Like it was amazing. And then we all took a break. We went to the the bar right down the street. They had this incredible food truck. If you are in Tucson, Arizona, Fat Boy Sandoz, oh, delicious. They're like Japanese milk bread style sandwiches. They were so good. (laughs) Try them out if you're in Tucson. But the point is, I entered into this activity that I did not want to do, that was weighing on me, that was stressful. And for the first time in a long time, I, instead of just letting myself get extraordinarily overwhelmed and stressed, I said to myself, how do I make this more fun? And that's what we got to create yesterday. I got to create memories that I'll I'll have for a really long time, build stronger bonds with my friends because I chose to invite them along on this process, to use the network that I've built over time, the connections that I've made, the friendships that we've cultivated. Like we have amazing people in our lives and I could have just ignored that and stressed ourselves out and tried to do this all on our own, which would have taken us forever. We probably wouldn't have done it as well. Maybe wouldn't have done it correctly. Wouldn't have had the connections that we now have with some better contractors who can hopefully help us with this issue that we've got. We took major steps yesterday towards reaching where we need to be. And I had a good day. I had fun. Like that's unheard of, especially for me lately with the amount of stress going on. I think I'm letting the stressful pieces of this journey take over and cloud the fact that we are in an incredible space. We have incredible opportunities. We have amazing lives. This isn't about me. 
It never, it's never been about me. But I thought that this might be a good example for you if you're in the same space that I was, where we are dreading the things that we don't want to do, where we are kind of on autopilot or just on this mindset where we're spiraling and making everything 10 times worse than it needs to be. And so I wonder if you need the reminder that I needed to make the mundane more fun. Because those little pieces, all of these mundane aspects of our lives that we think are just the fillers are actually what builds an incredible life. If we don't enjoy all the little pieces of this journey, then we're going to get to the end with regret. We're going to get to the end wondering what happened to our lives. We're going to be miserable because we're just waiting for something bigger to enjoy rather than enjoying each little moment along the way. Because we can't just wait to be happy until we get to a result. This is true for basically every single journey. Nursing school, grad school, having kids, getting a house, finding a job you love, building a business. Like we can't just skip to the end or wait until the end to be happy because we're going to be miserable. And what if we don't get there? What if the product changes? We have to enjoy the process in getting there. Otherwise, there's no point. The process is what makes up the, your entire life. Because every time you get to whatever results you think that you're going for, there's going to be a new goal that you're going to set for yourself. It's never going to be enough. You're always going to want something more. And that's part of life. We're supposed to always progress and always grow. But if we don't enjoy the process in the growth, we're not going to find meaning and joy in our lives. We're going to get to the end with regret. You're going to find yourself, you're going to wake up one day 10 years from now miserable because you don't even know what you did over the past 10 years. The little things and the mundane pieces of our lives are what make up an incredible life. If we just let it, if we just had more fun in the process, if buying a new car became a fun thing to do instead of a miserable thing because you hate dealers. Like I know, I'm with you on that one too. But anything can be crappy if we worry about the crappy aspects of it. But anything can also be amazing if we add more fun into the process, if we embrace where we are, if we do it with people we love, like any part can be enjoyable, even the stressful things, even the big stuff. Building a business, for example, can either be miserable because I'm waiting for the end goal where I'm making a bunch of money and I'm successful and then I'll be happy. So I could be miserable this whole time and stressed and overwhelmed. Or building a business can be fun because I'm building something on my own. Like how freaking cool is that? I get to experiment and try things. I'm calling all the shots. I get to be my own boss. I get to make my own schedule. Like I could enjoy and appreciate those pieces of this or I could be miserable until I make a billion dollars, right? Like that doesn't make any sense because you know what? That's not guaranteed. The billion dollars isn't a guarantee. So if I'm waiting for that, maybe I'm never going to be happy. And that's the same for you. Maybe in your nursing journey, if you're a nurse or a healthcare worker in this space, maybe you're waiting for the time where you're like 10 years experienced and you know what you're doing and things are less stressful until you get to the unit that you think that you want to go to, for example, or once you finish your NP degree, like that's when you'll be happy. But what if you don't make it there? What if something changes? What if you pivot? What if you find yourself with the degree at the end and you realize that that's not what you wanted to do? 
If you were waiting to be happy until then, you're going to be miserable instead of enjoying the process. So I didn't want this to be a super long episode. I just wanted to remind you guys and give you that reminder in case you needed it, that the mundane pieces of our lives are what make up a meaningful life. And if we enjoy those pieces, we're going to enjoy life. We can't just wait for the end goal. We can't just wait to be happy until we get the result that we want. You have to enjoy the journey. Otherwise, this there's no point. I'm telling you right now. Because things are going to change. You've experienced enough in your life that you know what we think is going to happen usually doesn't. We usually go down a drastically different path to get to where we want to go. And so if we enjoy the path, we're going to enjoy life. But if we're waiting for some result, we're going to be waiting forever. So I hope that you can sprinkle in a little bit more fun into your day. If you are dreading going to work today, how can you make the drive to work more fun? How can you pick out the positive pieces of your experience? Maybe it's a great patient. Maybe it's a great coworker you get to work with. Maybe you're going to get the burrito at work that you love so much today. I don't know what it is for you, but we've got to sprinkle in more fun and enjoyment and positivity into this journey. We can't just wait till the end. I love you guys. I hope that you are having an awesome week so far and I will see you on Wednesday. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.